We are glad to announce we have partnered with Thrive Fantasy for the upcoming NFL season. Come prop up on Thrive Fantasy this season. In case you don't know what Thrive Fantasy is, Thrive Fantasy is a daily sports app for player props. Thrive Fantasy has eliminated the need to do countless hours of research because they only ask you about the top tier athletes in respective sport. For this NFL season, Thrive allows you to choose 10 out of the 20 player prop options to build your lineup. Each prop has a fantasy point total associated with the over or under based on its likelihood to occur. The most points a selection is worth, the riskier it is. Rack up the most points to win a share of the prize pool. Thrive has awarded over $1.4 million in prizes since launching in 2018 and has $50,000 guaranteed in prizes for NFL Week 1. Use promo code PODCAST when you sign up today and you will receive an instant $20 bonus on your first deposit of $20 or more. Download Thrive Fantasy on the App Store or Play Store or by visiting their website, thrivefantasy.com. Sign up and prop up today. What's up, guys, and welcome back to another episode of the Last Take Sports Podcast. And today we will be talking about our weeks five and six recap for the NFL season. And, of course, it has been a very eventful weeks five and six. And let's start off with probably the biggest headline so far, and this occurred in week five in the Dallas Cowboys franchise QB went down with a gruesome injury Henry and of course Dak Prescott and he was set up to get a big contract I believe after this season because he was playing out of his mind and I saw a funny stat I mean he didn't even play this week because of injury of course and then he's still the passing leader in the NFL in terms of yards which is kind of crazy a full week played out and that's how far ahead he was of the competition of course that that reign and uh crown of being the highest total passing yard leader will come to an end after this week because everybody else is starting to catch up but it's crazy he had that big of a lead I think and Henry even though this season wasn't going exactly as planned for the Cowboys I mean this is a huge blow for them because Dak Prescott was playing, as I mentioned, out of his mind. And without a starting quarterback, we saw in week six, Andy Dalton couldn't really do anything against the Cardinals. So this was a huge hit for uh, the Cowboys. And now their playoff hopes are looking less and less likely now because of the loss of Dak Prescott. You know, Andrew, you have to feel for Dak Prescott. And he's, he's such a great guy. And he didn't really do anything wrong as an NFL player. And I think that's why a lot of people feel so bad for him. But I'll tell you what, Andy Dalton on Monday Night Football this week made Dak Prescott $40 million richer per year based on how he played. Because Dak Prescott, or Andy Dalton, I mean, showed that Dak Prescott is worth $40 million a year based on how badly they were destroyed by the Cardinals on Monday Night Football. And I mean, Dak Prescott, whether he returns to the Cowboys or not, is set up to make a, a lot of money this offseason, regardless of what team he goes to. Yeah, Henry, it would be hard to see uh, Dak Prescott leave the Cowboys, but we'll see because maybe the Cowboys aren't willing to give him his huge contract after this injury. But so you may see him maybe go to a worse team that can give a better contract, I guess, like maybe the Dolphins 
but you see they they made their move with Tua. So maybe not them, but somebody I'm saying who has a lot of cap space and has a room for a quarterback, you know? So maybe Dak Prescott doesn't return to the Cowboys, but it would be hard to see uh, Dak Prescott not return to the Cowboys. And he is, whether or not um, he returns to the Cowboys, he's going to get a big contract. No, ma- no matter who offers it, he's going to have uh, – a big contract on his lap by the time he gets back and healthy. But Henry, let's transition into the NFC East as a whole. And of course, we're talking about how the Cowboys might be screwed, but the whole NFC East is screwed. And we might have to see, instead of the division uh, winner go to the playoffs, we might have to see a division all-star team go to the playoffs, Henry, because this division as a whole is awful. I mean, you've the to win Cowboys and still in first place, I believe. Like, why Why is that even a thing? I, I don't know, Henry. Philadelphia Eagles are in second place. They're awful. Then you have Redskins, or excuse me, the football team. Uh, I apologize. But the Washington football team in third place, they're awful. They don't even know their quarterback situation currently. And the New York Giants are just just as bad, except they have their quarterback situation figured out. It's just they're they're an awful football organization in general. So, Henry, what do you think about this NFC uh, East? Because it's by far the worst division in the NFL this season. You know, Andrew, the five seed in the NFC right now, whoever whoever it is, is licking their chops at that first round matchup. Whoever they have to play, it's a. Uh, it's a free win. They can start to back up quarterback, not risk any injuries, and they'd still beat the NFC East all-star team. And going through each of the teams, I mean, the Cowboys, the Cowboys are the Cowboys. They suck. And you've seen this week, a lot of uh, management problems that, that have been called out by some of the players, the Eagles, I mean, just decimated by injuries. I think they'll end, probably end up winning this division because they're, they just have the most spirit and fight in them. And that's what you have to really have to win this division because everyone sucks. The football team, I mean, I mean, they don't even know what their team name is yet. So, I mean, they, they're not going to make the playoffs. And the Giants, the New York football Giants, are one game away from having the first overall pick and also one game away from being in the lead of the division, which just shows you that it's a real interesting year in the NFC East. And no matter what, whoever's that five seed in the NFC East is – or in the uh, NFC, I apologize, is – very excited for the first round matchup. And Henry, I don't blame them. I mean, right now you're looking at uh, probably the division winner who will most likely be the Philadelphia Eagles or the Dallas Cowboys. And that's a pretty nice first round matchup if you're uh, the fifth seed there. And you're thinking, man, Dallas Cowboys, their offense looked non-existent. Uh, against the Cardinals without Dak Prescott. I mean, Dak Prescott was the leader of that offense. So without him, they couldn't do much. And Ezekiel Elliott obviously has problems holding on to the football. As we saw, he had two fumbles against the Cardinals, which is very concerning because I'm pretty sure he leads the NFL in fumbles from a running back position. And you look at the Eagles. I mean, Carson Wentz, I believe is second in the NFL in interceptions And that offense is not a whole lot better than the Dallas Cowboys without Dak Prescott. And now you have the injuries to Miles Sanders and Zach Ertz. And Carson Wentz and Zach Ertz have not been on the same page at all this season. And it's just 
not looking good for the Eagles at all. Their defense isn't awful, but their offense just is non-existent. Carson Wentz is not playing up to his potential and that offense just isn't clicking. And of course he doesn't really have the weapons at uh, wide receiver, but Henry, the, the, whoever's the fifth seed is going to get a win. As you mentioned, they can start their backup quarterback. They can start game planning against their next matchup in, in uh, the playoffs because it's, it's looking not so good for the NFC East and whoever wins that division will be probably the weakest division winner we've probably ever seen in NFL history because it's looking pretty bad, but let's move on to our next topic. And Henry, we found out that the Buffalo bills can only win on Sundays and it's looking really concerning for them. I can say, I mean, they had a really good four and start from Josh Allen, who was looking like an MVP candidate. And now he looked awful, Henry. I don't even think he broke 175 passing yards against the Chiefs in week six. So what do you have to say about this? Because we, I was talking about the Bills possibly being a Super Bowl contender. And now I'm wondering if they can hold on to their division lead to the Patriots, because I think the Patriots can get it together, even though they're in third place now or maybe even two a time in Miami. You know, Andrew, I think Buffalo Bills fans right now are praying that their first-round matchup in the playoffs happens to be a Sunday game. And, you know, that means I do think they'll make the playoffs. I still think they're a playoff team. I mean, if you look at it, the two teams they lost to are a 5-0 and team and a 5-1 and team, and they're arguably top, both top five teams in the NFL right now. I think the Bills do need a little bit of work on defense. And last after last year, I don't think we'd be saying that, but the tables have turned and they're one arguably the best offenses in the league, but they seem to not be able to let or get a stop on defense. And if they're able to maybe make a move or two at the deadline to improve that defense, I think they will be in much better shape to compete with the, the two teams that they lost to the chiefs and the Titans. But It'll be interesting to see if they can hold on to that division lead, especially because we all know that at some point the Patriots are going to get it together. I mean, they do every year, even without Tom Brady. I think Cam Newton, Bill Belichick, and that offense will get it together at some point. But it'll just be interesting to see if the Bills can go back this Sunday and somehow beat the Jets. I mean, that's a real tough matchup they have. Oh, yeah, Henry, the Bills have to bounce back here. And let's be honest, I think the New York Jets will be a good bounce back game for uh, the Buffalo Bills. And I believe they will turn it around and maintain that division lead while getting another win next week. And the pieces are there for them. I just think they have to start clicking and they have to start doing their jobs. As you mentioned, the defense isn't really stopping anybody. They got destroyed by Ryan Tannehill and the Titans off two days of practice that the Titans had in the past week of preparation for that game, or I think it was a week and a half. They had two days of practice and the Titans still found a way to expose the Buffalo Bills defense. And they could not stop Mahomes or the Chiefs uh, run game with Clyde Edwards Hilaire, you know, Henry. Clyde Edwards Hilaire had over 160 rushing yards. That, that's awful. That's awful, Henry. And I don't know what it is, but this Buffalo Bills defense needs to improve. They were looking well 
in the first couple of weeks, but you also have to think that they weren't playing that great of competition in the first couple of weeks. As soon as they play two really solid teams in the Chiefs and the Titans, that Buffalo Bills team falls apart. And also, I mean, I'm not really talking about the offense, but they didn't look great against the Titans or the Chiefs as well. And those are two good defenses. So it seems to me as whenever the Bills play good teams, they don't seem to be able to pull it together and actually get wins. So against bad teams, they're good. Against good teams, they're bad. We've seen this before with many other teams, and I just think the Bills might be one of those teams. But let's move on to a team that is looking really good right now and possibly the best team in the NFL, the Pittsburgh Steelers, Henry. And the Pittsburgh Steelers are undefeated, and they're coming off of a great win last week against the Cleveland Browns where they dominated. And the Browns were 4-1 and one heading into this game, and the Pittsburgh Steelers took that 4-1 and one record, laughed in the face, laughed in the face of the Browns, and now you look, Browns are 4-2, and two, and they only put up seven points against the Steelers. And the Steelers are looking probably like the most all-around complete team in the NFL. Ben Roethlisberger is looking better than ever. Maybe not a Super Bowl form as he was early in his career, but for being an older veteran quarterback, he's looking pretty good. This offense is looking really good, obviously, with breakout star wide receiver Chase Claypool. The Pittsburgh Steelers can't go wrong when they draft a wide receiver in the draft, and they hit again with Chase Claypool. Henry, what do you have to say about this Pittsburgh Steelers team? Because I think they're looking like one of the best in the league. Andrew, you'll hear it after later when we do our power rankings, but I have the Steelers right now as the best team in the league at, through five weeks, and it's not really even the offense that's doing it. This defense has been absolutely incredible. I mean, you're, you're usually thinking like, oh, they'll, get, they'll give up something. They'll, they'll give up 14 points you, against a good offense because, you know, every defense is vulnerable in some spots, but – I mean, the Steelers, they're not. I mean, the secondary is especially one of the best secondaries in the league. I mean, you can't run the ball against them. And that linebacking core is just, I mean, they lost Devin Bush, but it's, they got, I can tell you plenty of backups that will be willing to fill his spot and play just as well as him. And it'll be interesting to see, because, you know, we get a, a matchup of two 5-0 and teams this week with the Titans and the Steelers which is a big matchup for both teams, especially to see if Derrick Henry can run the ball against that Steelers defense. But I mean, the Steelers through five weeks have been definitely the most complete team and they haven't really given anyone a chance to beat them. Yeah, Henry, the Steelers have the best front seven in the NFL. I think we can both agree about that. And they also have Minka Fitzpatrick back there as a safety. And he's looking like one of the best safeties in the NFL right now, if not the best. I mean, you see the play he had against Baker Mayfield where he totally predicted where he was throwing it and took it all the way to the house as a pick six. And the the vision that Minka Fitzpatrick had, and he's like, he said after the game, he said, I just saw the route that the guy was running. I saw where Baker Mayfield was looking and I just had to jump it because I knew exactly where he was going. And this Pittsburgh Steelers defense looks like they know exactly what these teams are going to do before they even run their plays. And you take a Browns offense who's been really good lately. I think we can both agree that the Cleveland Browns offense is nothing to uh, 
to not think twice about because you got to actually game plan because the Browns offense has Kareem Hunt, who's been playing very well, and they have weapons on the outsides with Odell Beckham and Jarvis Landry. So you have to game plan well against this team. And the Steelers looked like, as I mentioned, they knew exactly what was coming each time. They shut down Baker Mayfield. They had to force a replacement for Mayfield because he was just in danger too much because they kept sacking him. They kept throwing interceptions. Can't have that type of quarterback in the game. But Henry, Pittsburgh Steelers defense is looking like the best in the NFL. And as we talked about, that offense is looking great as well. But Henry, let's move on to a new segment we decided to add for this uh, podcast, and that is legit or not legit. So we take a group of NFL teams that we think are in the discussion of being a great team, or maybe they're not as good as people might think. So we discuss our opinions on whether these specific teams are legit or not legit. So Henry, let's start off with this team that I recently talked about in the last segment we just had about the Steelers. And this is the Cleveland Browns. Of course, you got a a great offense, but is that quarterback even good? Is Baker Mayfield able to lead a team to the playoffs? Henry, what do you think about the Cleveland Browns? Are they legit or not legit? Andrew, they're not legit unless they're going to go out and make a trade for a quarterback like Matt Ryan, Ryan Fitzpatrick, or maybe Matthew Stafford. And they struggle at the quarterback position, obviously, with Baker Mayfield not living up to the hype he had before this year and last year. And that offense, you know, it's, it's very talented, a lot of good running backs, a pretty solid offensive line, and very talented receivers. And that defense is also very good, which keeps them in games. And Kevin's good. Kevin Stefanski, excuse me, has been very good as a coach for this Browns team so far. But right now, I think they're not legit, Andrew. Henry, I have to agree. And not until Nick Chubb comes back, I don't think they will be legit. I think Nick Chubb adds another weapon to this offense. And without him, they can't really run the running back duo. And I think they're starting to overwork Kareem Hunt without Nick Chubb. And I don't think Kareem Hunt is as effective without Nick Chubb. So the answer for this right now, I don't think they're legit right now. And four and two, they're looking nice, but they haven't played the greatest competition. And when they do play the great competition, as we saw against the Steelers, they failed to put up more than seven points. And Baker Mayfield starts to, has to start playing better, but not until Baker Mayfield starts playing better and Nick Chubb comes back. I don't think they're legit, but let's move on to the next team, Henry. And for me, this is a pretty simple answer, but let's see what you have to say. And this is the Tennessee Titans. Are they legit or not legit? Andrew, the Tennessee Titans are a legit team. Ryan Tannehill is a possible MVP candidate. There's some questions on defense, but with Derrick Henry at the helm of that offense, I mean, there's not much you can do to stop them. Yeah, Henry, and they, I have to agree with you as well here. And I think the Tennessee Titans are legit, but keep in mind, they just lost their left tackle, Taylor Lewan, who was the true leader of this offensive line and a possible leader of this offense. But I don't think this will affect them too badly. Ryan Tannehill, as you mentioned, is playing like an MVP type quarterback. And that offense is looking very explosive uh, behind Derrick Henry. And then that defense, as you mentioned, isn't playing up to par 
but they're they're able to sustain leads and keep leads for this uh, Tennessee Titans offense to do their job and go put up points. So the Tennessee Titans are legit, Henry. I think we can both agree on that. But let's move on to probably the most controversial uh, team that we will have on this list. That is the Chicago Bears, five and one. They beat the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, which we both discussed before this podcast even started that we both think are an amazing team. I mean, I, we thought they weren't even worthy enough to be on this list because we both agreed without a doubt that the Buccaneers were legit and this Bears team beat them. So, Henry, what do you think about the Chicago Bears uh, team? Because you have Nick Foles, but is he truly the answer to this offense? Andrew, they're legit. And, I mean, Nick Foles has to, has to play a little bit better, but he's only been with these receivers for a couple of weeks now, and – I think he's only going to get better. That run game does need a little bit of uh, work, but that defense is just so good. It's, I mean, they're basically the Steelers with a little bit less of a pulse on offense. When you think about it, I mean, that secondary is probably a little bit worse, but that front seven is ridiculous, especially with Khalil Mack, who may be the best edge rusher in all of football. And I mean, they're legit to me. They beat the Buccaneers and they, whether they destroy teams or not, they're winning games and, most team, a lot of teams can't say that right now. Henry, this Bears team is overrated. So the answer to the question, are they legit or not legit? They are not legit. You look at the Atlanta Falcons game, they should have lost that. The Falcons lost the game. The Detroit Lions game, the Lions lost the game for themselves. The Bears did not win either of those games. The Falcons blew the game. The Lions blew the game. And also, one thing I have to say about that Lions game week one, the Lions had a chance after they blew the lead, they had a chance to win the game, and they dropped the pass in the end zone off blown coverage on DeAndre Swift, the running back. So the answer is, is this Bears team legit? No, I don't think so. And if the Bears lost those two games uh, against the Falcons and against the Lions, I don't think we would be having this discussion right now. The three and three Bears, e- even if they beat the Buccaneers, I'll give them that win because it was a solid win. I can't lie. That was a great win. But if the Bears are three and three with losses to the Falcons, Lions, they are not a legit team. They aren't a legit team, Henry. I don't think this Bears team is good. And I don't, I think they're overhyped and I think the Packers will win the division, Henry. So let's move on to our uh, next team. And that is the Los Angeles Rams and Henry, they surprised me this season. And, uh, oh, wait, Henry, you seem to have something to say about uh, the bears. What do you have to say about uh, that team before we move on to the Rams? Because I'm really excited to say what I have to say about the Rams, because as I was mentioning, I did not think they were going to be as good as they had at the start of the season, but they're kind of blowing apart right now. But Henry, you have something to say about the bears. Yes, Andrew. And their next three games, I mean, they're, they have two of the three teams that, that are on this list and they have the Rams, the saints who are probably a team that we think are probably both a pretty legit team, especially getting Michael Thomas back most likely this week. And they play the Titans after that. And if they're able to win one 
or two of these games or even three, I think we can definitely both say that they're legit considering how good all three of these teams are and how they have to play them in consecutive weeks. But I'll let you move on now to the Rams. Yeah, Henry, one last thing on the Bears. We will definitely see in these next couple of weeks whether they are legit or not legit. Of course, we disagree here. You think they are. I think they are not. But let's move on to the Los Angeles Rams. And as I was mentioning, they had a great start to the season. Then things kind of started falling apart. And Henry, that loss to the 49ers has convinced me that this Rams team is not legit. And Jared Goff did not play well. And Cooper Cup, I was surprised with. I am a very high on Cooper Cup. And he dropped a couple passes. Jared Goff missed a couple passes to him. He was not even existent in that offensive scheme against the 49ers. I mean, he was getting the targets he normally gets but he was not making the plays and Jared Goff was not making the throws as well as to other receivers. That 49ers defense, even without their key guys who are injured right now, we're locking up that uh, Rams offense. The defense is good. We, we both can agree on that, I think, but they didn't play that well against the 49ers. And Typically, I would say they would play better than what they did at the 49ers. So I'll give them a break. They didn't play well in one game. But the answer to your question is the Rams legit or not legit? I don't think they are legit because Jared Goff isn't playing up to his full potential. And that defense has to be more consistent. I mean, Andrew, this is a pretty obvious one to me. And they're not legit. They're four wins so far are against the NFC East. They haven't beaten a team outside of the NFC East, and they're probably the worst team in their division, which is not a bad thing to say because considering they're probably in the best division in all of football, but I, I just think that they're not legit considering that they can't really beat a team that has a pulse. Yeah, and Henry, as we both know, that NFC East is pretty bad, so I would have to say that their four wins are not that impressive, and – one last thing before we move on. I predicted this Rams team, I think, to have four wins all season. So I was fairly surprised by their uh, hot start, and I thought maybe they had a chance to shock me and have an incredible season this uh, year and prove me wrong. But I don't think they're going to be proving me wrong. I think they're probably going to have a little more than the four-win prediction I had them at before the season started. But – I don't think they're legit and you agree with me. So let's move on to another team. And this one is a pretty easy choice for me. And this is the green Bay Packers and they got shut down by the Tampa Bay uh, Buccaneers defense. And Aaron Rodgers was not able to do anything on the offensive end. And they were not even able to cross midfield Henry that after that first quarter, it, it was ridiculous. I've never seen Aaron Rodgers so frustrated in a game before. And I, I thought the Packers were possibly the best team in the NFL going into the game. And now I'm starting to worry about them. So Henry, are they legit or not legit? Andrew, they're legit. I mean, Aaron Rodgers is maybe the leader for the MVP right now. And that defense will figure it out. I think that was probably a fluke game for them. I don't think they're 
28 points worse than the Bucks, but I also think they are worse than the Bucks. But we don't have them on this list for a reason. But the Packers definitely are legit to me. Henry, I have to agree with you here. The Green Bay Packers, I think they just had a bad game. And it happens. It definitely happens to the best teams in the NFL. Sometimes your team is just going to have a bad game. The Bucs outplayed them by far. We can both agree on that. And I think the Green Bay Packers will bounce back. I think Aaron Rodgers is too good not to bounce back. And I think that defense had a bad game. But overall, I think they're better than uh, they played against the Buccaneers. So what I have to say about this Packers team is, I think they are a better team than what they showed against the Buccaneers, and that was just a bad game. So, yes, I think they're legit, but let's move on to the next team, and that is the Indianapolis Colts. And, Henry, they have a great record, but is their record as good as this team looks? Yeah, Andrew, this Colts team is a lot like the Browns, and they're a quarterback away from probably being one of the contending teams in the AFC, but as of now, they don't have that quarterback and that's why I think they are a not legit team. Yeah, Henry, Phillip Rivers can't throw it uh, farther than 15 yards down the field. And he's not a deep ball thrower. And I don't think you can get things done without a deep ball thrower, Henry. So the answer to this question, I don't think they are legit. I think their defense is legit. I'll talk, I, I will talk about that defense all day. That defense is incredible, Henry. And I don't think there is a better defense aside from the Pittsburgh Steelers and maybe the Baltimore Ravens. And I just think that offense isn't complete and they need someone who can actually hit guys deep instead of on these 10 yard slant routes and just overwork Jonathan Taylor in that backfield. So I do not think this team is legit Indianapolis Colts. I think their record is better than uh, what they have shown so far. And also, I think they played pretty weak teams. So once we start seeing them play the better teams like the Tennessee Titans in their division and possibly the Texans, we will see truly how good this Indianapolis Colts team is. But the answer for me and you right now, I do not think they are legit. But let's move on to our final team in this segment. And that is the San Francisco 49ers. And of course, they've had the injury problems. So do we think they are still legit because at the beginning of this season, I think we can both agree we thought they were going to be a legit team. But with the injuries, I don't know if they are still there, Henry. You know, Andrew, this is probably the most debatable one we've had so far, and I think we can both agree, maybe other than the Bears. But, Andrew, I, I think I think they're legit because they're the reigning Super Bowl runner-ups they lost a lot on defense, but I think they just have a different type of will. And Jimmy Garoppolo, I feel like is he's not good, but I think he's just being hated on so much. They have a lot of weapons on offense that are very underrated, very young and underrated. And I think eventually this offense will turn it around. This defense will get a little bit healthier, as healthy as they can this season. And I think they're legit and probably will make the playoffs. Henry. The only reason why I don't have this 49ers team not making the playoffs is because of the injury to Raheem Mostert. And I think that was crucial to them making the playoffs. And I know it's a little early in the season. You can say they can turn it around in the last couple of weeks, but without that lead back in Mostert, I don't think they are legit. 
Obviously, Jarek McKinnon might be good for your fantasy football teams, but he's not good in terms of downhill running and first down uh, work because he cannot gain yards unless it's out of the passing game. He's not a very good runner. He's not. He's a good pass catching back, but he's not that good of a runner. And without Mostert, I think the play action game is basically non-existent because you know you're not running it to Jarek McKinnon more than seven times a game. So this 49ers team with injuries is not legit. And I would love to see them make the playoffs and Jimmy Garoppolo prove everyone wrong, but I don't think he can. Garoppolo has not been playing that great. And he had a good game against the Rams. I can give him that, but I still can't get over how badly he played against the Miami Dolphins. That was, I mean, that was awful. They had to bench Jimmy Garoppolo. Normally, that's not what you want to do to your supposedly franchise quarterback. The last thing you want to do is bench him against the team with a losing record at the time. So it's really crazy to see how a team can go from so good to now we're even questioning whether they're going to make the playoffs or not. I guess you can kind of compare the situation to the Cowboys because the Cowboys have had a little injury problem. I guess you could say with Dak Prescott, that that was a huge um, blow for them in terms of the season. I don't think the uh, Cowboys can make the playoffs. I guess their only hope is to win the division, but back on track with the 49ers, I was just trying to mention it's kind of similar because those teams had so high expectations going into the season just to get hit by the injury plague. I would say the 49ers more, and now the 49ers probably won't make the playoffs. But Henry, let's move on to our final topic, and this is how we end all of our uh, NFL Week recaps episodes. We end these with a top five power rankings. So Henry, let's start with number five. And at number five, I have the Tennessee Titans. And the Titans, we mentioned them. Their offense is looking really great, but I still have some uh, questions about that defense. I don't think they are totally there yet, but that offense is looking great. Tannehill is looking like an MVP quarterback. That's why I have the 5-0 and Titans at number five. Yeah, Andrew, at number five, I do have the Baltimore Ravens A. This defense has been very good so far, other than against the Chiefs. But I do have some questions against or for the offense with Lamar Jackson's ability to throw and make big-time plays when they're down by a lot in games. Obviously, they haven't been down by a lot, so we haven't even seen if he's able to do that. I just want to know if he's going to be competitive against other good teams because he wasn't against the Chiefs. Henry, let's move on to number four, and I have the Baltimore Ravens, and that defense is looking spectacular, but the only thing I have about this team, and the only reason why I didn't rate them a little bit higher, was because that offense is not looking amazing, Henry. Lamar Jackson is not looking like his MVP form, and not nearly as good as that MVP season he had just a season ago, and Lamar Jackson... I was watching him against the Cincinnati Bengals and it was a solid game for the Ravens as a whole, but I I was just thinking, and I was saying Lamar Jackson does not make smart decisions on the football field. He throws it to guys who are being double covered when he could just throw it out of bounds. 
he's taking sacks where he could be able to throw it out of bounds as well. And also he makes poor uh, decisions in terms of when to scramble, when to stay in the pocket, when to give the ball off to the running back and dump it off to him, whether to pull the ball in a read option. These are all decisions that Lamar Jackson needs to improve. But if he can improve those decisions and make smarter throws and uh, just have an overall better IQ of the game of football, I think the Ravens are going to be a contender. But as of right now, I still think they are a contender. But I have them at number four when I think they have the potential to be a little bit higher. Yeah, Andrew, at number four, I do have the Kansas City Chiefs. And there's really only one reason why I have them at number four instead of number one. And that's because they lost two weeks ago. And this is power rankings. And it's based on a lot of about how you've played in the last two weeks and who and uh, what your record is. So they don't have in my opinion, as good as a record, as you'll see, as these top three teams that I have. And I think they're probably the best team in the NFL, but because of how power rankings work, I can't put them at number one. Henry, at number three, I have the Seattle Seahawks. And I know you're talking about how record matters in power rankings, but do you know what else matters? Uh, actually the performance that these teams had, even if they are wins, are these teams good? Because I think we can both agree that the bears, they, their, their wins are up there in terms of the, of the NFL, but is their performance up there in terms of the other teams in the NFL? Maybe not, but I want to stay on track here. So we're moving on to number three and I have a team that is undefeated so far but I have the Seattle Seahawks here at number three. And I only have this team down here because their games have been a little too close for their liking. And I think these games that they played weren't against the best of teams uh, in the NFL and that they should have played just a tiny bit better than they have been. And I do not blame this on Russell Wilson. I believe he is the leader in the MVP race right now, but who I do blame this on is the Seahawks defense. That is who I blame it on because they are letting poor offensive teams score on them with ease. And that is the problem. Of course, we have to wait until Jamal Adams gets healthy and that uh, Seattle defense to come into form, but they are not looking as good as past years, Henry. And Seattle defense is known to have a great defense year after year. But this year, they are just not really there. And that's the only reason why I have them at number three, even though they are undefeated. Yeah, Andrew, I have the Tennessee Titans at number three. And I still have a little bit of question on if Ryan Tannehill is really as good as a quarterback as he's been playing through five weeks. And if Derrick Henry can keep up this pace of rushing for 150 yards a week. But other than that, I mean, this Titans team has been very good through five weeks. They should have played six games, but, you know, that's how this season will work. And we probably would have a better idea on how good they are because that game would have been really big against the Steelers. But, you know, it's unfortunate. But I think the Titans are the third best team in the NFL right now. All right, Henry, and let's move on to number two. And initially, I have the Pittsburgh Steelers here, but I I was listening to what I had to say about the Steelers and what you had to say about the Steelers. And the more and more we talked about them, I just said, 
man, they are the most all-around team in the NFL, so how can I put them at number two, especially with an undefeated record? Well, the answer is it would be very a bad decision. It would just be a very bad decision to put them at number two, so I chose to move them up to number one, and I moved the Kansas City Chiefs down to number two. And this is because the Chiefs were not able to beat the Las Vegas Raiders, and that's the only reason why I have them at number two. I think they played well against the Buffalo Bills, and that's why I moved them up, because if they didn't have a good performance against the Bills, I would have them towards the bottom of this list. But they did have a good performance. Mahomes played well, and that defense held Josh Allen in check and pretty much eliminated him from the early MVP race, as we've seen so far. So because the Chiefs defense had a bounce back week after having a really rough week against the Raiders, and Mahomes played very well along with that Chiefs offense, and Clyde Edwards-Hilaire played very good as well. And with the addition of Le'Veon Bell, I think this team is sitting comfortably at two, even with a loss, Henry. Yeah, Andrew, at number two, I do have the Seattle Seahawks, and they'd probably be sitting comfortably at number one for me if that defense wasn't so goddamn bad. But Russell Wilson is probably the MVP right now. That rest of the offense is very good, but that defense just sucks. And it's basically the Cowboys with a better defense and a much better offense. So that's why I have the Seahawks at number two. Henry, I have... At number one, I already said this, but I have the Pittsburgh Steelers. And as I mentioned, they are, in my opinion, the most all-around complete football team in the NFL. You got Ben Roethlisberger, who's playing very well for his age and his uh, amount of years he's been in the league for. I mean, normally you don't expect quarterbacks who have been playing this long to sustain the play that they have been playing like over their careers. And Ben Roethlisberger is just one of those guys who tends to play well year in and year out. And that offense is looking great with uh, James Conner. I believe not enough people are talking about how well he's been playing recently. He's looking healthy and he's looking great. You got Juju Smith-Schuster. You got Chase Claypool. Deontay Johnson is coming back healthy soon. And you got James Washington, a wide receiver. And I think those are a very underrated wise, wide receiving core. That offensive line is great. You have Eric Ebron at tight end, who's a solid tight end. He's, he's a good blocking and pass catching. He's, he's a very complete tight end, I would say. And as we mentioned, best front seven in the league. Very great secondary. What else can you ask for in a team in the NFL? Absolutely nothing. Pittsburgh Steelers are at number one, and I believe they are the best team in the NFL so far. We will see how they play against the Titans. I think this that game will change our power rankings for sure, no matter the outcome of that game. And kind of referring back to our uh, little segment we had before this, we will see whether the Steelers and or Titans are legit or not legit, Henry. Yeah, Andrew, and I agree with you at the Steelers with number one, but I want to make a quick note on what you said about the Steelers and Titans. I think no matter who wins this game or who loses this game, I think both teams are legit no matter what, to be honest. But, I mean, the Steelers, they're not the flashiest team on offense, but they get the job done. And it really doesn't matter because of how incredible that defense is. It just, I mean, you're not going to 
score points. It's just that. And if you're not able to stop the Steelers to score less than probably 14 points a game, you're going to lose. And I mean, no one has been able to do that so far. And I don't know who's going to be able to do that at some point this season, but you know, Andrew, with that, I don't have any more here. I think it'd be a great time to wrap up today's podcast. As always, we want to thank everyone for listening. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, download this podcast, and we'll see you guys next time on the Last Take Sports Podcast. Thank mm-hmm. you.